0: Hello. 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 Quick, quick, um, episode here. I really don't want to go into a really long episode right now. And, um, I just go hot and cold on, on recordings. I don't, I don't really know why. I guess it's, you know, I have other things to think about or I'm doing other things or whatever. Um, But I did record an episode the other day, and I ended up taking it down because I had been distracted when I recorded it. I think it's because I had practiced that night, or I don't remember. Maybe I had gotten interrupted. I don't remember why, but I thought, I'll just take that down. I'll do another recording another time. So I guess, you know, I will do another episode another time, but what I really you know, was questioning in that episode, and I'm questioning it now, um, I, I don't know why people, you know, admit to, or don't not even admit, but I don't know why people are looking into my life or my family's life um, that have no interest in spending any time with us this time that I am blocked by my mother, here we are in May, I think she blocked me back in September or October, you know, this particular stretch. And it's because she had mentioned a picture that, that she had seen of a piece of my daughter's artwork that I had not shown her, but I had posted on a Facebook page that one of my daughters had set up years ago as a business page. And I can't interact with other people on this page, which is by design because when she first set it up, it was a personal page. And all of this shit came clinking down. It was like coins in a slot machine. I was like, there's fucking no way I can keep up with all this social stuff. It's just too too much noise for me. I won't get anything else done. And I asked her to please take it down and she said, Well, I'll just make it a business page. And I said, What's that? And she told me, and I was like, Whatever, okay, you can do that if you want to. And she wanted me to do that because at the time I was um selling furniture that I had upcycled to certain stores in the area, and people were asking me where my pieces were, what they were, and um, I never, I never, I just put them in the stores and she said, mom, people are really wanting to know what you've got, you know, you should start a Facebook page. And I was like, you think so? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay. And so she said, I'll set it up for you. And so I said, all right. So she set it up for me. And like I say, she set it up as a personal page and I could not deal with all of that, um, frenetic. I, I, I just, it, Even when I talk about it now, it's like, Jesus, I don't know how anybody can keep up with that stuff or why, but I felt like it was okay, you know, that she set it up as a business page because I, I was not able to interact with others because I could not be friends with other people, which was completely fine with me. I, if I want to be friends with somebody, I'm not going to keep up with them on Facebook. I'm actually going to spend time with them or talk to them on the phone or see them or whatever. I, I just, I don't, I don't, for myself, I don't see that as a viable or satisfying form of connection. Um, so, you know, over time that's, I stopped doing the upcycling of furniture because I got into other things, but so the, the page itself, I suppose, has evolved from, you know, letting people know what pieces I had, where, into just sort of lifestyle stuff. Completely fine. I don't care. You know, if I have something that I want to post, I'll post it. If not, I don't care. You know, if people are interested, fine. If they're not, that's fine. Um, But I asked my mother, you know, mom, how did you see this picture? And she I said, somebody must have shown it to you, and obviously somebody showed it to her, and she did not appreciate my asking, and I said, come on, Mom. I mean, I, obviously you know who did, and she, she said no, and you know I said, well, that's a lie, because I knew that it was a lie. I knew that she knew, and so, of course, I was accused of calling her a liar, which I was not calling her a liar, um, and so she blocked me. Um, so now, (laughs) which I find so strange, what happened? Oh, I had posted a picture of Ella's graduation. So, you know, my sister, Mary, had had a conversation with my mother. And I guess she mentioned, you know, that Ella had graduated. That's fine. I mean... Mary can talk to my mother about whatever she wants to talk about. Why would I care? That's their conversation. Um, I'm not going to be a fucking fascist and direct people how to think, how to talk, who to talk to. No, I mean, I will do my thing, and people can do their thing. And that's the end of it. But I guess Mary had mentioned that Ella had graduated... And my mother said that she knew because she had seen a picture on my Facebook, which I found very interesting. Um, And again, I don't really care, you know, who looks at my Facebook, but I question, why would anybody, why would anybody look at my Facebook that wants nothing to do with my family wants nothing to do with me wants nothing to do with my husband wants nothing to do with my children my in-laws my grandchildren who are their great grandchildren and who are their grandchildren it's very strange Um, if you want to know what we're up to you're welcome to call or You know, if you want to see us, we're happy to come for a visit, but we're not allowed because you have blocked us. We are not allowed to visit. I'm not allowed to step foot on the property. I am not allowed to call. I certainly can't text. That is your choice. But as your choice, why are you why are you keeping up or why are you looking at my family's activities on Facebook? Especially if you say you don't talk about family. Why, why are you doing that? You know, and how as a grandmother can you know that your granddaughter has graduated from college and not even bother to call her or text her or send her a card? It's wrong i'm not going to pretend that i don't know that this is going on i heard you say for years i will never miss a graduation graduations are important well you know apparently my children's graduations aren't important enough to you mom you know they're not important enough to you and i question how you as a mother, and you can say you don't want to be a mother anymore, and you can say that I said I don't have a mother. I never said I don't have a mother. I said, how can anybody that's a mother do that? And I maintain that. How can a mother um, cut off um, one of her children And in the process, cut off, how can, let me just say it this way, how can you fucking hate me so much that you block me from all access to you and you cut off my husband and you have nothing to do with my children and my grandchildren? Is your hate for me so complete, that my children and my grandchildren have to suffer the consequences of hearing nothing from you. But guess what? That must be true, even though you would deny it. Okay? You do not make an effort, nor have you made an effort to say happy birthday to any of them You have made zero effort to meet any of their children. You have ignored graduations. You have ignored weddings. And beyond that, mom, you have taught your children to do the same. Because when I asked Ella, and she had a lot of support at her graduation, trust me, she had a lot of support. And she doesn't feel the vacancies. And I'm glad for that. She does not feel the vacancies, nor do my other children. Are they aware of them? Of course they are. But, you know, she had other family and she had other friends and she had other support. But when I asked her, you know, about family or, you know, did you hear from anybody for your graduation? She said yes. And I said, oh, good. Who? And she said, Grandma. And Mary and I said I'm surprised to hear that Ella I'm surprised to hear that because I was surprised to hear that at the same time I'm not surprised to hear that and I'm not whining or crying or begging anybody Um, people can say that they haven't heard from me and they would be they would be correct but They did hear from me. They always heard from me. They always had recognition of graduations. I know because I sent the cards along with checks that the Godfather had written. So nobody can say that that's not true, okay? When my actions stopped was when I saw how everybody felt about me and by extension my family in that series of vile texts that you witnessed and consumed and then blocked me from when i asked you please to say something mom because you know our invitation to the beach during covid was genuine that's when you first blocked me may of 2020 may of 2020 So that blocking went through the end of the summer. You asked me to take a podcast down, which ultimately I did. And you still kept me blocked. And then you texted that I was unblocked saying that you were at peace and that you had a nice summer. And I thought, how strange, you know, for her to only think of her experience um, I had invited you to the beach, and you had come to to the beach, you know, the two summers before that I held what we called Glory Week, which was not for, not for my benefit or my family's benefit. It was for your benefit so your family could have um, an opportunity to spend time together. And I did it for a couple of years after that, and you refused to attend. So that summer... You blocked me from May 2020 until September 2020. I thought it was bullshit that that was your criteria to delete a particular podcast because you were part of that episode and you were laughing during the recording, you were enjoying yourself and you thought it was funny. And then afterwards you regretted it and you tried to reframe the whole thing. And you tried to say that you were laughing about the sound effects, which were not true. Um, your other daughter, who says she always speaks her mind, didn't make a peep in that podcast. She always found a reason to walk down the hall, which I recognize now as strategy, because that is what I have discovered is her calling card. You know, she does not leave fingerprints which is why she has earned the nickname of cat burglar. The, your other daughter, you know, had, quote, too much wine, and so um, probably said more, obviously said more than she was comfortable saying, and the next day called me and asked me to delete it, which I wouldn't, because I stood by it, and you stood by it, um, until you didn't. Um, So I took that down and your other daughter that walked away um, during that episode, she said she would not take that podcast down for anything. No way in hell would she take that podcast down. And I had to explain why I, I didn't have to explain, but I chose to explain why I did because ultimately it wasn't really worth it to me. Um, so in December of 2020, our third daughter, Claire, got married and she got married outside, um, because of COVID and she just didn't want to keep putting her wedding off because of COVID you were invited to the first wedding, which was going to be in the summer at the main street station and you agreed to go, even though you were concerned about COVID, you agreed to go, of course you were invited. What happened as we know is that, um, the criteria of COVID shifted. So Claire ultimately decided, I'm just going to have low numbers. We'll do it outside. You were still invited you chose not to attend because of quote COVID, even though you knew it was outside. And even though you knew you had been shopping at thrift stores, we knew that as fact, because I was going to thrift stores too. And I had gone frequently enough with you that they knew that you were my mother and they told me that you were in attendance. Um, we set up a Zoom so you could experience the wedding. And during that Zoom, the waiting room, our friends that we had invited to that wedding were subject to criticism that they heard Eddie saying to you. And it was very uncomfortable. It was extremely awkward and we felt really bad and they felt really bad too. And we tried to talk to you about it. And you denied it. And I insisted that it was true. Unfortunately, it was truth you did not want to hear. And so guess what you did, Mom, you blocked me again. And so that time, um, because I was blocked, of course, I'm not allowed to come to your house when I am blocked because you will threaten me with calling the cops or getting a court order, which is what you have done more times than I choose to recall. And so that was the first year that you put Christmas gifts in the street in front of my house. That's what happened. Um, I was blocked that December 2020 until Well, until, that was a full year, and until, so 20, 20, so that would have been 20, until Easter, Good Friday of 2022. That's how long you blocked me that time. You weren't counting, but guess what? I was, and you unblocked me on Good Friday, and said you hoped that things went well, and, which I didn't understand, but I knew that it was a threat, of some sort. Like in other words, if they don't go well for your criteria that I'm blocked again, the reason you unblocked me then after months was because you raised your stakes. Not only did you want me to delete that podcast the first time, the second time you wanted me to delete all of my podcasts. Now this same daughter, the one that says she always speaks her mind, Chrissy, again, said, no way, no way in hell, no way in hell. Ultimately, of course, I deleted them because, again, I thought, what's the big deal? What's the point, you know? um, I've said what I had to say, and if this is that important, you know, I'll take them down. It's not that big of a deal to me, one way or another. But all along, this person, Chrissy... Um, was saying that she would never take the podcast down. The things that this person, Chrissy and Teresa, were saying to me and to Mary and to Maureen, um, were, you know, they were things that certainly they would not be comfortable saying to the people that they are spending their time with now. And I don't care who they spend their time with. I really don't. But there was a lot of things that, that were said and there was a lot of things that were done and I don't operate that way. Um, you know, if I feel a certain way, if I think a certain way, I have no problem being consistent and being direct and that simply cannot be argued um this sister Chrissy obviously knew how all of your other children felt about me because they consumed all of those texts too um that went on those that first run where your children apparently went days and days, you know, shitting on me and my family, which I had no awareness of because I had blocked them. Um, but she was very aware of how they felt about me, and so obviously we know what happened um, when I was trying to support her son during her daughter's treatment. Um, and she and her husband did not, it was easier for them to throw me under the bus, which they did, and was so easily consumed by the rest of your family who had no reason or interest in hearing the truth. That's what happened. So I deleted those podcasts. You unblocked me on, on East or Good Friday. And then that summer, of course, I was back and forth from the beach and I made a point to visit with you, Mom, on occasion. At that point, you said you weren't going out anymore, which isn't true because you still do go out, but I was willing to meet you Um, under your terms and one of the times that I did is when I showed you that picture of Ella's artwork and you said you had seen it and I said how is that possible and you were not willing to share that with me and I argued that that couldn't possibly be true you know why would you not be truthful about that And for that, you blocked me again, and you have kept me blocked now since then. And, you know, that's just the truth of it, you know? And I know who's listening to my podcast, and I know that you're listening to my podcast, and I can tell you all of the others that are listening to my podcast, Um, I don't know why you're tuning into my podcast if you want nothing to do with me. I don't know why you're looking at my Facebook if you want nothing to do with me. Um, I'm not going to prove to you who my children are, who I am, who my husband is, who our grandchildren are, but I know that... You know, that it's it's so unnatural what you've done, and I used to take on so much of the burden of that. I thought I have to find a way to be better. I have to find a way to be different. I have to find a way, you know, to make this stop. And I kept trying. And then I realized there, there is no way, you know, Um, This is simply who you are and who your children are. And you have shown us how you feel about us. And, you know, our children, who, who had your children in our house for years, and certainly, you know, for weeks, if you add up all the weeks that they spent time at our house at the beach it's over a month okay when they were there um it was very illuminating to us because you know we do operate at a certain standard and we you know we have very simple expectations no different than the expectations that you had in your house um you know nobody's coming in my house with a wet bathing suit nobody is going to eat on my white sofas in my living room i'm not going to allow food in the bedrooms and i don't want wet towels laying around pretty simple I do not want children in my house unsupervised very simple but every year we had to keep trying to circle the drain of having those very simple things respected no matter what we made for breakfast lunch supper somebody always wanted something else and It didn't matter what we did. And Steve explained to me, it's because they're used to eating out all the time, ordering what they want. They don't understand. You know, that doesn't make me a bad person because I'm making eggs, bacon, hash browns, sliced fruit, Danish, juice, coffee. And I, happen to not also want to make pancakes. I'm not a bad person. Um, I could only imagine, you know, the tall tales that go around, you know, involving my family. And I'm sure they're so easily believed. I spent a long time with your children, Mom, when I should have been spending time developing my own interests as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult. Your children were not my children, they were yours. Um, But I did it, you know, because I thought that was the right thing to do. Then I had my own children and I spent time with my children and I'm happy for the time that I spent, and I knew where my responsibilities were. I knew that I was a creative person, and I had to find a way to, you know, find creative satisfaction and expression at home, because I wasn't willing to go out and find that, you know, in a context That would take me away from my family. I didn't think it was right, and I'm so glad that I didn't. That's one of the reasons I was never willing to be in a band when my kids were young. I was in a band for a bit in college. And you know, when our youngest was a senior in high school, I thought I can get back to that because I have, you know, I have raised my children. You know, so I'm very happy that I did that. Um, And then I had grandchildren and they are, they are like, I want to say they're joy personified, love personified. I can say that they're the most pure form of joy. Um, I see them as much as I can and as much as, you know, life allows. And I don't feel like it's a sacrifice. I feel like it is life enhancing. I know that you said you're not gonna babysit your grandchildren. I don't see that as babysitting. I do see it as helping my children if they need my help because children don't stop needing their family at a certain age. They don't stop needing their mother or wanting their mother at a certain age. Um, I have a mother, I'm 61 years old, and, you know, even though I'm blocked, there are certainly times when I would like to call my mother and say, hey, you know, blah, 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 what about this, what about that? You know, there's things that I would like to share, but I can't, Um, I, you know, I, it is so foreign, it is so, it is so intense that there's no real way to articulate it or explain it to anybody because nobody's really heard of such a thing. You know, and when I hear you say, oh, well, she could do this or she could do that, you know, you have threatened me with court orders or with the police. You know, you think I'm going to, I I can't show up on your property. I can't text and I can't call. What am I supposed to do? Like I say, do you want me to get a stork to drop, um, you know, some sort of, you know, coded letter down your chimney? It's ridiculous, you know? And I think it's awful that you have found a way to perpetuate this, because I know that my children have done nothing to you. I know that my grandchildren have done nothing to you. I know for a fact that my husband has been nothing but good to you, and you know that too. And whatever you think I have done to you is untrue. If you don't like what I'm saying, to you, It doesn't mean it's untrue. If you don't like what I'm saying to you about your children, um, then what does that say about your children? Because what I'm saying is true. And people that have been my friends, that are your children, they know it's true. They know that we have never, ever, ever changed. Just because somebody does something wrong or bad That doesn't mean that I am no longer associating with them, depending, because I think that people can evolve and grow and change, but that's not the case here. The case here is that you want to make something out of nothing, and you have taught your children to do the same, and you bond over it. And I think it is despicable, and I think it is terrible. And I, I am sorry for the time that I spent internalizing that because it's taken me a long time to realize that I'm better than that. You know, if I have a mother that can't find it in herself to meet her own great grandchild, that's not on me. That's on her. If I have a mother that cannot congratulate her own grandchild on her graduation, that's not a me thing. That's a you thing. You know, I have taught my children to be themselves. I have taught my children to stand their ground. And I have told my children things that they don't want to hear. I've told my husband things that he does not want to hear. I've told my friends things that they don't want to hear and guess what? They've done the same for me in return. Does that mean that because we don't agree or we're talking about things that might not be comfortable that we drop each other? No, it doesn't. It means that we grow. My children know that they will only hear the truth from me and they are grateful. Um, you know, if who I am is not good enough for you, then I can say that's unfortunate that you feel that way because it is unfortunate. Um, I'm not going to shape shift anymore. And I regret the times that I did shape shift. Um, I know that it would mean something I know to marry. To have things be different but you know she also accepts you know the way that things are and the only way that things would be different is if I did everything like I've always done I think the surprise for everybody is is that I'm not doing that anymore Everybody was used to me crawling back, and why wouldn't they be used to me crawling back? Because that's what I always did. When I was made to sleep out in the garage, when I was blocked, when I was sent certified letters saying that I would be subject to court order if I didn't do this, that, or the other, when I was excluded, all of those times, I came back. And I never should have done that. I should have, um, you know, valued myself more as a person. But back then, I was a person in the context of that world. And it's taken me a long time to learn that there is Gorman world, which is your world, mom, and your family's world. But then there's the world, right? Those are two different things. And I, you know, have always accepted that, yes, I am different from so many of you in that world, in Gorman world, but that didn't mean that I couldn't love you. I I can love people that are different from me and do. Love people that are different from me but I think that people in your world have a hard time loving people that are different and that is very unfortunate Um, you know I think before you used to want to keep it quiet what you've been doing to me and my family now I think that it doesn't bother you. You know, I think that you just, like you said to Mary, when Mary said, Mom, I'm not going to be part of anything, family-wise, where somebody is, is excluded. Of course, she was talking about me. I didn't ask her to say that. That's how she feels, and i fine. If she feels that way, that's fine. I encourage her expression. As I encourage anybody's expression but when she said that to you your response was if you think I'm gonna change what I'm doing for you it ain't gonna happen and you said it like in a very juvenile way you know and it's pathetic you know it's pathetic that you seem to take pride in doing this. You have your family, that's true, you do. And, and, you know, you want to invite all of these people that are your immediate family and extended family and quote, community, which is a new favorite buzzword, go ahead. I don't care about that, but it doesn't mean that you don't also have family that you're excluding any more than it means that I don't have a mother. I never said, I don't have a mother. I said, who does that as a mother? The bottom line on this podcast, which is different from the other podcast that I did when I was talking about Ella's graduation, the difference is that I now know, because you said that you are aware of Ella's graduation because you look at my Facebook page. And I am saying to you in return, why are you doing that? Why are you looking at anything having to do with me or my family? Why are you listening to my podcasts? And keeping up with my podcasts and asking Mary, does she know anything about the fact that I deleted my podcast? Why is all of that so important to you when you have no interest in even addressing a graduation or birth of a new baby? I have cousins, aunts. Siblings, other relatives that I know are listening, in-laws, to this podcast. You know, I don't care what they know, what they hear, what they don't know. And I'm talking about family members on both sides. And for those of you listening, you obviously know who you are because you're listening. I don't know you know, what you're up to other than the fact that you're listening to my podcast. um, I would have no way of knowing, but I, I do question why people that don't want to talk to us, why do they tune in, you know? And if anybody was really interested in talking to us or seeing us, they would pick up the phone and say they wanted to get together just like your one son, Paul did and has. And we said, sure. Yeah. But you know, we don't care if he wants to come over fine. If he doesn't want to come over fine, you know, that's certainly happened in the past when, you know, he split whatever. You know, you want to come over now? Fine. Um, But your other ones that don't, I question, why are they tuning in? Um, Why do they want to know what is up with our family? Our family is growing and we continue to be inspired by them and proud of them. And we're allowed to be proud of them. Um, By summer's end, we will have five grandchildren. We currently have three. And uh, we can only say that whatever we heard about grandchildren before we had grandchildren are true. And to see the love that they have for each other and to see the love and the way that our children are thriving Um, in their roles as parents, as homeowners, as family people, as, you know, as dedicated um, individuals um, with passion for the work that they're doing. I mean, what else is there? Honestly, Ella could have gone to uh, to graduate school anywhere. Um, She's only going to graduate school because she really wants to teach in college. You know, likely she will, I mean, she will obviously work in the field, um, but will she work um, independently as a freelancer? Will she work in something, you know, of her own creation, entrepreneurially? You know, time, likely, time will tell, um... But mainly it's so she has that ability to teach at the college level, um, which is required, a master's degree if that is in fact what you want to do. So she could have applied to other schools and thought about applying to other schools, but there is no better school than the Brand Center for this field, which happens to be in Richmond. Um, There are people from all over the world that apply and that attend the Brand Center. It's a very select number of, um, of people that are in the program. It's a two-year program. And she has connected with other girls that are entering um, the program at the end of the summer. And they have found a cute place um, on Monument Avenue first floor, porch, front porch, back porch, four bedrooms, full washer and dryer, parking, etc. To have them uh, living together in close proximity to the Brand Center is a definite win. And to have her close to us is a massive win. And um, we look forward to having her being, um, being close by again. Even though you know JMU was not that far away, and we were able to see her often. Steve would go up and ski for the afternoon. I would go up. We would have lunch. Steve he would have fishing out there. He you know take Ella to dinner on his way back, and she was able to come back for birthdays or anything, you know, it was great. But to have her in Richmond for Brand Center, for graduate school, I mean, we're very excited about that. Most important, you know, is that our children want to be here. They can work anywhere. They can live anywhere. But, you know, the, the fact that they want to live here so they can be near family, I mean, what else is there? You know, we don't think it's a goal to, you know, move far away and have to, you know, rely on a jumbo jet to get together with family. We don't, you know, yeah, you can study abroad, but living abroad, I mean, what is the point? You simply cannot connect on a regular basis with family. So I don't see that as a, as a, as a a desirable goal. I mean, I don't really understand others that think of that as an achievement, as we believe nothing is more important with family and satisfying work and home life. And you can travel anywhere, and they do travel anywhere. But the fact that they know how important home is, is extremely satisfying to us Um, I'm sorry mom that somehow you have got it in your mind that some of your family is disposable I'm sorry that your dislike or hate which you can deny of me is so great that you can't bring yourself to um, to meet one of your granddaughter's children it is despicable and I am sorry for your children that you have led by your example for having that in them to, you know, sort of forget who their friends are, but are also sitting on the sidelines watching our lives. I think it's pathetic. And um, while I can feel bad for Ella, She doesn't feel bad for herself, which makes me happy because she knows who cares for her. She knows who loves her and she knows who is important. And she said, it's just as well. They didn't. And I said, why? And she said, because I would have to say something. And I would say, I said, what would you say? And there are particular things that she would have to say to particular people and um you know it is very difficult for her and our other children to you know to to know how fully they were present in bella's life when she was here and to see or hear that these others that were never there you know they sort of hop on this narrative that this child who's died is teaching others you know how to love if she was the second coming when she was here then they should have known that but guess what she wasn't because she was just a kid who was a great kid like any kids are great she was happy to be here but you know that wasn't her mission while she was here nor did she want it to be her mission while she was here Our kids just knew her for who she was a nice person, a nice kid because that's who she was. That's who our kids are. That's who any kids are. So to, you know, to hear about this whole singing and dancing after the fact, you know, with people that did not bother to make an effort while she was here, it is disturbing. It is disturbing and you know to have our children be held to a criteria for you know not attending a funeral when the trip to be with Ella was planned months in advance and they were not going to let her be alone under my sanction under their sanction we were not going to let her be alone Um, that's unacceptable to people which is bizarre because we were one of the very few people who were there all along if we were not there all along and then we showed up for a funeral that's what would be weird and that is what would be uncomfortable but you know that behavior is not what we're witnessing and it's cheap you know as claire said you know it's not about what anybody does it's what they don't do and it's not really the quality of people that were there the quality experiences that actually happened it's you know just the 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 number you know and it's so cheap to get so many it's strange it's strange to us But all of this is all wrapped up in the same bow. The I hate Katie um, narrative is extremely old. It's extremely boring. You know, bonding over that is so boring and so cheap. Um, You know, but I don't think that I said all of that in that last podcast that I recorded. I'm sure I said some of it, but that is what I am recording now. Uh, Take it or leave it, you know, threaten all you want. But unfortunately, you know that you can't threaten me anymore because um, I won't allow it and I should never have allowed it. If I say something, you know, that stands and, you know, I'm not going to be held to a criteria that nobody else is held to. And the things that were said, that your children said, that you know that they said about me and my family, it's despicable what they said. But for some reason, it is tolerated. And for the cousins that are listening that know that Steve Love helped Um, helped a brother get going in his career and really mentored him and helped him and supported him and was friends with him only to be called a criminal. In the end, it's vile. It is so disgusting. It's vile. You people want to hang out With each other and make trips to see each other and do all your singing and dancing together, that's completely fine. Um, But, you know, it's kind of important to get all sides of the story. And I'm to the point now that it really doesn't matter what I say or who I say it to or who I spend my time with or who I share things with. I mean, I know where my priorities are. My priorities are with my family and they have always been with my family. The difference, the difference is um, what I thought was my family is my mother's family. That's not my family. My family is my family, you know, and that, has been an evolution. Um, Anyway, I could continue going on here, but what is the point? I am sure I will make another podcast at some point. Yes, I am still working on my memoir, which is extremely challenging, and I challenge any of you motherfuckers out there to write uh, a memoir of your own, and I will happily read it And I won't act like I'm not reading it because I would read it. I would love to hear what you have to say. But unfortunately, I doubt that you have the um, discipline within you to say it. Anyway, TTYL.